This is Nini Mats, the kingdom child, kingdom child, with the mystic of the kingdom of heaven. If we deliberately keep on sinning, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing in the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? Ah, guys, <laughs> greetings, guys. I'm sorry, greetings. It is me here with a message of the kingdom of heaven. You know, guys, I'm reading. You know, guys, I always tell you that whenever I read the things uh, these dudes are speaking about, guys, I just go crazy, guys. My hair just stands, you understand? And I'm looking at what he's saying, you know. In fact, I want to speak about the fact that guys' blood is running out. You know, guys, the moment you get saved, you need to know that blood is running out the moment you get saved i want you to know that the moment you get saved blood is running out you understand it's very very important and guys you know i i speak about against sin a lot just a lot guys and you will wonder why this girl always guys it's because i've seen what it does as guys i've seen what it does to souls you understand and the things that jesus speaks about in the word guys are 100 percent accurate not that he wants me to testify, you know, about that as in like, oh, well, I'm begging you to please say that I'm telling the truth. No, he doesn't care. I mean, hello. <laughs> you know, guys, if there's one person who doesn't care, it's Jesus. You know, he doesn't care whether uh, I say this or not. You understand? Because he, he, guys, he's perfect. You understand? Everything he says he wants us to believe it without having proof of it. You understand? So for me to say, well, I know that Jesus, whatever he's saying is 100% true. I mean, it doesn't add any value to, I mean, to him. I mean, guys, hello. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Absolutely nothing, you know. But what I'm trying to say is that sin, guys, the things it does to the soul, you know, as it is, Churches are filled, guys, filled with people who are going to hell. You know, guys, if you want to meet people who are going to hell, I'll tell you where, where to go. Don't just try to go to, I mean, to overseas, you know, go to such and such area. No, you go to church, you'll find people who are going straight to hell. The problem with them is that they are deceiving one another. Am I saying they, they are going to hell because maybe they go to church? No, churches were meant to teach us the undiluted word of God, exactly as it is, no matter how painful it is, no matter how hard it is, no matter how harsh it is, Jesus was killed for it. The disciples were killed for it. You understand? And he said, if they hated me, they would hate you too. If they loved me, they would love you too. You understand? He said, if they persecuted me, they would persecute you too. If they killed me, they kill you too. You understand? Now, guys, if you go to church and you hear that, uh, guys, you hear those messages, you know, them telling you, he will bless you with this, he will bless you with that. In other words, you should love the things of the world. You have to read the word. Jesus says, uh uh, you ain't making it to my kingdom if you love the things of the world. Do you understand? So, you look at all of those things, the pastor's trying to preach something that 
is pleasant to our eyes. You understand? Something that is in line with our flesh. You, you know, guys, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So, if you go to church, you will find people who go to hell. Because after knowing the truth, they did nothing about it. Except changing it to suit the flesh. Except changing it to make sure that I am pleased by it. As Paul says, in the last days, they will be preaching what their inching ears want to hear. Pastors are busy preaching what we want to hear. Guys, what about me? Did pastors consider people who are like me? People who are like, well, I'm not perfect. Oh, well, guys, I'm not perfect. Hello. <laughs> you know, guys, people who be like, I'm not perfect, but I want to be perfect. Now, if you are preaching something that Jesus did not say, how am I going to change? No, guys, sit down, like, really, and ask yourself. If, guys, I'm pretty sure there are people who are like me, who sat down and said, well, I'm not perfect. What Jesus is saying is 100%. Now, I want to change. If I go to church and I found out, and I find out that pastors are preaching what pleases me, pastors are preaching what I want to hear. In other words, they are saying Jesus is the enabler of sin. Then I'm not going to change. How is that helping me? I don't know, guys. I don't know. You know, you, you, you will think that I hate pastors. Maybe I don't hate pastors. Maybe I hate what they stand for. Those lies, I hate lies. I'm not, I'm not perfect, but tell me the truth so that I can change. I want to change, guys. I'm not perfect. That's why I want the truth. You understand? Guys, the truth has its purpose. And one of its purposes is changing. You can't change unless you look at yourself in the mirror in the mirror in the morning and you say, damn, I look hideous. You understand? That's what I do when I wake up. Guys, in fact, when I wake up in the morning, I don't even look at the mirror because what it tells me, you know what I mean? You know? So, I'm not perfect but I can't change when I go to church and I find out that pastors are enabling me by changing the message. Jesus said I'm wrong. Jesus said I'm imperfect. You understand? Now, I want to go to church and hear a person telling me what Jesus is saying about me so that I can change. Ah, oh, guys, I love my Lord. I love my Lord. For him to say, get out of the church because you're not going to change. You're not going to make it to my kingdom. And then he dealt me with me himself. Ah, oh, guys, I look at him and say, thank you, my king. You are harsh. You are hard. But you told me the truth. You understand? Now I have a chance. I have a fighting chance. You understand? I have a chance to fight. I don't know, guys, if you get what I mean. So here, uh, Paul is actually saying that when we deliberately keep on sinning, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, the guys, they no longer remain in a sacrifice for sins. In other guys, I was telling you that Jesus is our perfect priest, perfect high priest, who is sitting there next to daddy. And he's sitting there performing those rituals. Whenever we sin, he cleans us. Whenever we sin, he cleans us. But once he's cognizant that, damn, Nini knows the truth now. In other words, if I continue in sin after knowing the truth, now I'm making a decision that I don't want to obey him. Why would he sit down there and keep cleansing me when I'm the one who's made a decision? I don't know, guys, if you get this. You know, I was speaking one time that the Holy Spirit made me experience this thing, you know, because I wanted to find out why the Holy Spirit doesn't sit on sinners, you know, and he made me experience something. Then I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. You know, sin, guys, shocks the Holy Spirit. Sin shocks, you know. So if you are a sinner, you keep on sinning, 
and the Holy Spirit is indwelling you and you keep on sinning, you are shocking the Holy Spirit like electricity. So Jesus sits there as our high priest and he performs this ritual so that whenever we sin, he will cleanse us and then we, we will not shock the Holy Spirit. So when we sin in ignorance, in other words, he says, children do not sin, but if you do sin, there is blood. In other words, uh, if you're a child, a child is one who doesn't understand. A child, according to Jesus, is, is not about age. How old are you? No. But it's all about what you know. So when you don't know and you are sinning, Jesus will keep cleansing you. Keep cleansing you. There is blood. He He is our advocate, you understand. And he cleanses you because the Holy Spirit is indwelling you. So that you will not uh, shock the Holy Spirit because of sin. You understand? And he knows that, well, right now she doesn't understand yet. Yes, maybe you are 40, you are 45, you are 35, but maybe you don't understand that you recently got him saved. You are a child to, to Jesus, you understand? So he will keep cleansing you, cleansing you, cleansing you until he is cognizant that, damn, now she knows the truth. In other words, you will have to decide. You, you will have to say, I'm continuing with sin. I'm continuing having sex with my partner outside marriage. I'm continuing loving money. I'm continuing loving the things of the world. I'm continuing doing my own will. I'm continuing seeking after riches. You understand? I don't know, guys, if you get this. It must be your decision. And if it's your decision, blood has run out. Why? Jesus kept on forgiving you before when it was out of ignorance. For instance, guys, right now, let's say you just got in saved. And I've been saved for more than a decade and i know the truth yet i'm doing the same things you are doing i'm harboring these boyfriends and girlfriends and having sex outside marriage i'm loving man i'm loving the things of the world i'm calling them blessings running after them and you are doing the same thing guess what jesus is going to forgive you because you don't know the truth yet but me i'm deciding to disobey him N not only am i only uh disobeying him but i'm also leading you astray because you think that since i've been saved for a long time I must know the truth. And for me to keep on doing the wrong things, you learn from it. You understand? So I'm actually kicking you out of Jesus' kingdom by my doing. You understand? So Jesus is saying that if you deliberately keep on sinning after you have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remain any sacrifice for sins. And only fear, fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Ah, oh, guys, I don't know. Guys, I stress so much about sin. I've seen what it does. Guys, I've seen what it does. You know, I was speaking about zombies and all. And in my mind, uh, I'm thinking that may maybe people are offended. Don't be for Guys, don't be offended by any of my messages. You know, I look at what Christ did. Gave us the blood. Ah, that man. Gave us the blood. And because of him, we are alive. You know, we are living spiritually. And then, guys, in other words, our flesh, nothing happened to it. I spoke about this. I don't, I don't want to speak about it anymore. You know, our flesh, you know, is still the same. It's still dead. Nothing happens to it. We've just been speaking about significance of baptism. So you understand that nothing happened. We have to control this flesh. In other words, we are zombies in the eyes of Jesus. What Jesus came to do, guys, here on earth is too big. It's too big. Yet, guys, we are these zombies. Beautiful zombies, though. Ah, oh, believe me, guys, we are beautiful zombies. You, you watch TV, you look at these uh, celebrities looking so beautiful and all. And, and guys, with me, because I can see in the spirit dream, I can see that people are really spiritually dead. To me, it's like, damn, these zombies are beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? These zombies are beautiful. And guys... And guys, we, you know, we really do 
try to make sure that we look great. Ah, guys, we try to look. Uh, guys, we try to make sure that we look great. You understand? In other words, we are beautiful looking zombies. Yet, we are still zombies. Yet, we are still zombies. You understand? And Jesus came to deal with that part, that zombie part of us. That zombie part of us. You know, and I'm grateful for what he's done. But listen to what Paul is saying here. He says, anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood? Ah, guys, the blood of the covenant that sanctified them and who has insulted the spirit of grace. Mm. Guys, in other words, when we keep on sinning after knowing the truth, we are insulting him. We're saying, damn, Jesus, we don't care about your blood. Ah, guys, that blood, Jesus was not under knife. You understand? He was feeling everything. It's not like they actually, you know, made him unconscious and drew that blood from him you understand no he was very much feeling everything it didn't guys we did not get that blood very nice mm -mm. someone was crying not only jesus but daddy but daddy was looking at his son like that and then you know the truth you continue in sin and then guys you think that jesus is going to forgive you. it is blood he says mm -mm. If you know the truth, I'm not going to forgive you. So you must know that blood is running out. The moment you get saved, blood is running out. You understand? Do not insert the spirit of grace. The Holy Spirit is indwelling you so that you will learn and control yourself. You understand? Do not insert the spirit of grace. And that blood of the covenant, ah, that sanctified you. That sanctified me. Guys, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. So here, guys, in short, it's just for, uh, 14 minutes has already passed, you know. But what I'm trying to say is that once we get saved, guys, blood is running out. It starts running out. We need to understand, uh, we need to understand the truth. And then we, we need to get as much knowledge from the truth. And then, guys, we discipline ourselves. Let us appreciate Jesus. You know, guys, when you say, Jesus, I'm not going to do this. Yes, it's not easy. Guys, it's difficult. No one is perfect. I've never, guys, I've never met a perfect person. Never in my life. You know, only my Lord is a perfect person who's ever walked on earth. No one else. No one exists. You understand? But we need to make sure that we understand the consequences of our actions. We need to understand that that blood did not come out very nice. He was crying. He was crying, and daddy was crying as well. You understand? And the Holy Spirit was there. You know, so let's appreciate them. Let's say thank you. Guys, when you know the truth and you obey them, you are saying thank you. In fact, thank you guys. Until next time. And remember, the word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven. Please, correct every belief with the word of God. Correct me. Correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore, you will find contradictions in both these testaments. Always take the New Testament if you are the child of God because in these last days God speaks only through his son, Jesus. 
I do not want anyone's blood requested from me, that is why we stick with the truth of his word. These podcasts are found on all podcasts players, including Spotify, Deezer, Audiomark, Samsung, Pandora, YouTube, and many more where you get your podcasts.